Agitavach Rabbi Sar, we are holding in the dorm. Dafayin Hey Besiyata Deshmai. I want to report to you. We had a Shabbos and a half. Wow, 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 wow. The Kaisal was brimming with people. Mamash, unbelievable. It was a group there, maybe four hundred, five hundred people. At least that's the, the the person in charge. of The group told me from Olami, and uh, I think they were from Argentina. Some someone similar to that. This was going to be their first introduction to Shabbos, and. You know, we, we got over there and, uh, like I told you, like I said, I think I this era of Shabbos that, you know, always everyone says, uh, the coastal, don't worry, no one's gonna listen to you, no one's gonna care about you. We got there, we made our Zamats of Erev Shabbos right before Mincha, we were singing and fabringing and they realized like, whoa, there's a Koyach going on over there. So the head guy came over to me and he says to me, um, you know, we've got a lot of people, could you join in together with us? And perhaps together we could, so uh, we waited till we got to the right place in Kabbalah Shabbos where, you know, they started before us. So till we caught up and we, then we like sort of moved the beam all the way into their area and we fabranged and the oilum were jumping up and down. It was unbelievable. Our oilum loved it. Their oilum loved it. It was myodic. It was mamish amazing. Baruch Hashem. What a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. Uh, we had over there, it was beautiful, the Kedusha Shabbos, the boys told me, that was some of the boys said to me, it was one of the best Shabbosim, the best davenings they've had in their lives. So gewaldic, so gewaldic. I look forward always every year to the uh, Shabbos at the Kaisal. I wish I could do it more often, but I feel it would lose the, you know, the geschmack of doing it once a year, during the winter normally, it's cold, and but it wasn't cold. Oof, was it warm. Ah, gewaldic Rabbi say, moving on. Nadarim, I name it out of, top of the top, Tony Kavose, the Rebbe Ami. Back to our sugya, we're going like this. Diktani, we said in the words previously of Rabbi Kiva that we said there's no nafkamino, yes, mama, not mama. So we're lost in the Gemara, let's learn it now. Diktani, bain sha'osuba ma'amar, bain shaloi osuba ma'amar, right? That was a chedek of Kiddushin. We said that according to Rabbi Leza, there is a chedek. There was a difference if ma'amar was done or not. And now, nafkamino legabe, was there a kinyan that now, hatoris nadarim could be done, it could be for the nadar. Um, inami, or you could say miresha, right? Look at the resha digtani, right? We're talking about the kalvachoyma of Rebeleza. In other words, um, where am I? Oh, when she goes into his rishus, she automatically becomes nigmarit, because the whole, the kinyan is finished over there in that case. The Eidoloi Kaddish. And if you're talking a case, Rebeleza is saying that the Yavim didn't do Kiddushim with Ma'ama, my nigmarit, what's the case of nigmarit? You have to obviously discussing a case, Rebeleza said Ma'ama was done in this case over here. Yeah, and therefore to the Ma'ama that completes the Kenyan and that allows the whole situation to continue. Now, now let's move on. My, what does it mean when we say Ukashad Varim Kainadorim Diktani? What does it mean? Just like Shad Varim, so to Nadorim. That's what Rabbi Kiva told us in the Brisa. What does Shad Varim refer to over here in this case? Omar Rava, Hachiktani, it means like this. Iata Moida. If you're masking, she'en chayavim, a skila, kinara murasa, in others, if some znus goes on with the avama, even after ma'amar is down, there's no chiyav skila, which would normally be the case of a nara, that's an aros. So you see from there, that's the case. Ma'amar lemaisa, right, it might be a form of kiddushin, but it is not such a strong form of kiddushin. Everything obviously is the strongest one. Right, 
A Yavama is not completely kind by the husband in the same level as an Arusa that's completely kind by her husband. Okay? Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Zugdailige Mishnah. Someone says to his wife the following, right? Uh, he's about to go to another place, going on business, whatever it may be. And he says the following statement. He says, any Nidorim from the time that I leave here until I come back from the place they're automatically established they're Kayim they've been you know backed up it doesn't work <laughs> it just doesn't work you can't you can't do something to a Nidor that hasn't been made yet right that's what's going on over here um Vaita what if he says, all the dorm you make from time I leave until I come back, so now, even though the Maisa, they haven't yet been made yet, it works. No, you can't do that before it was made. Now let's understand the reasoning behind what's going on. It's a Kalvachoyme. What's the Kalvachoyme? Kalvachoyme is like this. In other words, if the Torah gives Koyach, to be matter in a derm that are already chal, right? Which means, um, that if a person does that, then it works. Should it be also not possible for a person to be matter in that haven't yet come into effect because they haven't been made? And whatever. But it says before in the passage, and there's a hekash. It is no makar to say you can be able to make it makayim because the mice has never been made. So remember, you can't be matter either. You get it? Okay. So that's the Mishnah over here. Again, it's a famous machlekes, which again, we're not going to go into now. Of um, about making something on things that haven't yet reached the world, but that's really more more talking about something physical. This is something that's not physical; it's a, it's a, it's a nether. But anyway, let's have a look at the Gemara. Fred the Gemara Kasha Sophic Boilu Lum Rebeleza Lefishi this Rebeleza, and again Rebeleza was the one that held that husband is allowed to be matter the nether before it was even made. Meichel Cholin Mavatlin is the pshat that when the wife makes the nether, lemaisa it's chal. But, because the husband said something, so boom, immediately as it's chal, it's automatically sort of cancelled. I do Or maybe the pshat is, it's, it's just not even chal bechal, right? Because because it becomes sort of like annulled before it was even uttered, so to speak, right? So, like it's a very nice lomda shakasha, but like lamayna at the end of the day when she makes it, it's all over. So who cares? I ain't hammered base. Um, says the Gemara, going the aspis achrina b'hadinidra. No, I'll tell you what the difference is. The difference is what happens if somebody uh, sort of uh, uh, combines his specific nether to the nether of his wife. So now, if you want to say it's chal, but immediately gets cancelled, have it to be Then it should be that the one who made the connection, so at least his one is chal. But if you want to say that Bechalal, it was never even Chal, meaning there was no Neda Bechal because it became a null before it was made, so there was no Neda, right? So therefore the second guy that made his Neda and combined it with his wives, it's not going to work because there was no Neda. You hear the difference? You know, if you say the first sad is that it's a Neda, um, it's a Neda, 
but it's candle like a second later or within a second, whatever you want to say the time is. And um, then Gavaldic. Then whoever made the nether combining with that one, it will work. It will be hal. But if you say there is no nether b'chalal, then the question is what's going on. Says what Toshima. Omri Beleza. If someone can go along that can matter a nether that's already become asa, obviously, obviously you see from here, like the second sad in the shaila, which is that they're not chal at all. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Um, they don't say in the Mishnah that they never become asa. Meaning they haven't yet. Meaning a dying low bowl. I mean they will, but not yet. Toshima, let's bring a riot. Let's try. Let's attempt. Omalem Revelator. They came along to say to Revelator, Oh, ma, babokum shei mevu, nidre atzmai. Just like a person's own nidorim. A person cannot be matter it, can't revoke it, you can't undo it. Mishin odar. Once the nether was made. Da, ya, 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 ya. But what you can do is you can matter all future Nadorim before they even said. So therefore, here we go. In a case where a person can matter his own wife's Nadorim after she made it, so that ain't a din should it not be the same halacha. She often nidre ishto ad shalai dida. They should do it before she made it. My love, ishto duma delay. That means to say that a person's wife in the dorm is like his own. Just like he's not chal b'chalal. So therefore you have a riot from here. Like the second side in the Sophic, which is that there, there is no, the net is not even chal. Right? When a person says something in advance, the net is not even chal. Says, oh, lie. No, they're talking about two different things. One is talking about matting the nether that you made, and one is talking about matting the nether that your wife's going to make. Toshima. Oma loy Rebbe Eliezer. Oma mikvah. Shema lesetameim utumoson. Ah, Valdik. Just like a mikvah, which we knows, is ma'alat a tome person from their tumor, which obviously means makes it tahor. Ain matzalala tahoyu militame. But it doesn't stop. It doesn't save someone who's tar from becoming Tomei. So Adam Shemala said So a person, right? It doesn't get, it doesn't mala, it doesn't uh, pick up someone that's Tomei from being Tomei. Ain't a din who, uh, as So it should be the same thing that he doesn't stop someone tar from becoming Tomei. So you see from the Kabbalah, what we're saying over here, that they were not Bechalal Chal in any case, shape or form in that case. That's the raya so far. By the way, there's a sefer called the Shari Deya, and he was going through Frankfurt one time, and he met with Rav Shimshim of Hirsch. Now, during his visit, Rav Hirsch asked him a very deep question, and it was an incredible question. The question was, when exactly does the mikvah make someone, you know, toho? Is it when you inside, or is it when you leave the water? Now, when discussing this question, the uh, another of I don't remember who it was, said that it was very surprising because anyone that understood Rav Hirsch, at least the way he understands Chumash and then learned Torah, whatever it was, is, is is you know, uh, theoretical shilas of when Tvila, like, that, that wasn't this Mahalach. 
So obviously, Rav Hirsch was asking something, not stum. He was obviously trying to figure out something when he was writing his uh, work on the mitzvahs and everything else. And he eventually found out that Rav Hirsch asked the question. He was working on the meaning behind the purifying powers of the mikvah, right? And he said, what Rav Hirsch wrote includes two ways to understand this phenomenon. We can understand that entering the mikvah removes oneself from all ties to tumah. The person enters the world of renewal and removes the, removes the tumah by rejoining his source. He's submerged in the water, which was not drawn by man, and he's like reborn. There's another way to understand this. It's possible to say, he writes, that his leaving the state in the water, you know, and what he experienced in the water is, is, is into a brand new life. And he said, that's what Rav Hirsch was probably trying to say. And he was probably trying to work out the halachic enough community between each of them. And it's a shaila, by the way, by Tfilas Kalim, for example, it's a shaila as well. You know, if, if the cleave just falls in by itself, is it tovel or who has to put it in? Someone has to put it in or someone has to take it out. A year dafka over 13, when it comes to Tfilas Kalim, we know it has to be a certain age. Interesting shailas that come out from there. But anyway, whatever it is, we'll leave it over here, I'll say, I get to everyone that's listening. Thank you for joining us. Join us tomorrow.